Alright, welcome everybody. This is Leading the Way, a Ranger's Heart. I am your host, Michael Curtis, and my guest today is Jen Henderson. She has been my friend and a person who deep dives into public service and community activities. And we all know like how important these days of what public service is truly meaning. But in this episode, uh, we recorded a few weeks ago for the upcoming, you know, Healthy Kids Running series, um, you know, with precautions and social distancing being, you know, taking effect. Uh, yeah, we have to make some changes and over adapting uh, to the series as it's been on, on delayed. But for today, I actually have Jen on the phone uh, to give you an up-to-date Healthy Kids Running series. So, Jen, like, what's going on? What's What, what are you guys doing uh, to, you know, get this series going and create a little bit of normalcy in people's lives? Well, first off, thank you for having me today, Michael. Um, I really appreciate it. So we've decided to take the Healthy Kids Running series virtual. And a virtual run means that our participants can run from any place they want to, any time they want to. Um, this is going to let us have more people in our series. It's going to let us have more friends in our series. And I think it's going to be really good to help our community get up and go, um, get off of your, your tablets and get in the park and really have a good time. So we're going to help our parents learn how to measure a course. Then they've got to time their, their participant. And once the participant finishes the race, then they're going to enter it into a spreadsheet and, we're going to do that for five weekends in a row. You've got to run sometime between Friday Friday morning and Sunday afternoon. Enter your time. And when we're all done and all of the bands have, have been lifted, then we'll be able to pass out medals, technical T-shirts, and goodie bags that are coming from all of our sponsors. We're going to have a lot bigger presence on social media this year so that we can tell everybody how to do this and when to run. We're uh-huh. going to start running just like we said on April 17th. Oh, on April 17th. We're not missing the beat at all, are we? Not at all. We April 17th is a Friday. It'll be the first time we do it for an entire weekend. So, yeah, April 17th is coming fast. Well, great. I appreciate that. And when you think the virtual running, I know the, I would say the big boys, but like the Disney races, a lot of them, they do the virtual running as well. I think the Cap 10K is going to try to do something as well. So I'd like to see where, you know, it get rid of those excuses. Let's try some things. Let's keep moving. And I think at the end of the day, it sends a message of hope. It does. And it, it gives you a sense of of something that you've got to get done. You know, you want to participate, you have to do it. And, and I think that's going to be really good for this community to help each other get out do the run and tell everybody that they've done it and knowing that your friends have done their run will make you want to do it even more. Yeah. I, I do have to laugh on one part here. Cause I saw a meme this morning is uh, it was um, what's the Maury Povich. It said, Facebook said you were staying inside, but your Strava app says that was a lie. And I found that really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that one too. Yep. Yeah. So, yes, please continue to practice social distancing, um, be healthy, take precautions if you're out and about. But uh, today is Sunday. What's say March? What's today? 29th? 28th. 28th? Yeah. And I, I ran this morning and it was beautiful. There wasn't anybody on anything. I'm not going to the popular trails. 
And I tell you, my spirits are like super high right now just because of running. So I hope everybody is out there being safe, keeping up some physical activity. And Jen, I appreciate you guys like just taking this bull, as they say, taking the bull by the horns and just getting it done for the kids. Well, thank you. You know, we have to morph. Everybody's got to morph what they're doing and, and we're no different, but we want to, to keep some sense of normal in this, in this crazy time. Well, that's excellent. Well, thank you, Jen. I'll let you go and uh, appreciate it. And I'll hope everybody enjoys uh, hearing our conversation. And I have to say one thing, Jen, is like, when you get into our, this episode, you hear that. And Jen, you just thank you for being a public servant. You know, when we realize that all the people in our local government who do so much to keep us safe, you are definitely a part of that. And I uh, really appreciate it. Well, thank you for that acknowledgement. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I do it all for the kids for tomorrow, for the, the people just like me today. And I want to make sure that when I have grandkids that Round Rock is as fun or even better for them than it is today. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jen, and appreciate it, and be safe. You too. This podcast is part of the Share the Will Foundation. You can check us out at sharethewill.org or find us on Facebook. And during these troubled times, we are going to try something new. We are a large community, and a lot of these events that happen with Share the Will and all of our friends happen because we have great sponsors and small businesses that have helped us out and been there through the years. So going forward, I will be doing some advertisement of people who are really good back to the community. Uh, once this is over, we want to make sure to let people know of who our friends are and what have they have done. So in the future, uh, we'll be having some people on here talking about what they do. So for now, enjoy the show and get out there, run, be healthy, be strong, be safe. think I lost any listeners from playing that song? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a Texas fan and a Texas Tech fan. How can you be both? Well, I graduated from Texas Tech. Okay. And my husband graduated from Texas. So I have to support both. You have to support both until they play each other. How does that weekend work out? Right. So we have two TVs in our house. Okay. And I cheer for Texas Tech and he cheers for Texas. And yeah. we leave it at that. But the weekend they have to play each other. How is that? Is that like the yep. toughest week of the year? No, we just don't speak. You just don't speak? Yeah. Happy marriage after that? Right. Okay. We don't talk about the game. We don't talk about anything. See, just... I, I have some friends uh, I run with. like Because we, we'll be talking about some running here uh, as we get into it. And one is from Texas. And the other one went to Iowa State. Ooh. So I'm always asking, what's that bet? Each, I mean, I don't, yeah. I like, I'm a little bit of an instigator. I like to stoke the fires, just a little bit poke just to see. And then they just, I don't know, they, just to see where it goes from there. Right. It's a big rival. But Jen, thanks for showing up today. Thanks for actually showing up. I, let me come up and talk to you. No problem. I'm glad to have you. Glad to do this for you. Yeah. Well, we go back a little bit that we found out, I, I think it was strange in the sense that we attended, we were talking that I think the 2017 fall Round Rock University program is where I first met you. That's right. And I can't believe I haven't run into you 
outside of there. Yeah, we were like crossing ships in the night, I think years before, a million times over. And all of a sudden, right. like, I know him, you know him, I know him. I, yeah, like, how have we not crossed paths? We're like, in a, each of us are in a million different things. It seems That's right. Like, and it seems like. Yeah. So how do we not cross? And I think it was the one night we did the uh, Parks and Recreations and um, Rick Atkins was talking. He's like, and Jen, who does this? And like, he's part of this. And I'm like, are we cousins? Do we not know each other or something like that? Right. Yeah. We volunteer in the same places. Yeah. Or show up in different spots, like you said, crossing ships. So right. ever since then, I have been following you through Facebook, at events, and you are in a million things. And so can you list of all the stuff you're in? I think I'll be out of breath if I do. Um, wow. Well, how I thought we were only doing 30 minutes. Only 30 minutes? Right. I, only, only 30 minutes. We'll, so we we'll, got one question. One question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am on the board of directors for the Brazos River Authority, and we oversee the public drinking water supply for most of the municipalities around here. And the river goes from basically Lubbock through Waco to College Station all the way to Houston. So we regulate about two-thirds of Texas. Um, I'm also the chair of the Student Health Advisory Council for Round Rock ISD. Okay. And we talk about nutrition standards for the kids. Um, I'm loving that. Yeah, it is awesome. Um, okay, we we got plenty of time. Keep yeah. going. I know, oh, I know, okay. I know, because so, I know we're like, I, I didn't even know that part. And I'm like, I know there's so much. So. Yep. Planning and Zoning Commission for Round Rock, the city of Round Rock. I'm the vice chair of that. Um, Capital Improvements Advisory Council, I'm the vice chair of that. That's the city of Round Rock. Um, what else? I'm the local legends selection committee chair for the city of Round Rock. Um, so I know a lot about the history of Round Rock. Yes. Um, can you do the same bass shootout? Like, I mean, I, we, I should do a whole podcast probably on that. Maybe you could. I don't, but maybe I could set the record straight. There seems like there's misinformation all over the place. Oh, there's about, a ton, ton. on this. Yeah, yeah, that would be a great one. Uh, we'll leave it. We'll, you know, we'll, we should do that for another podcast and go through that. How do you think? Okay, let's do it. Yeah, so we can go through that details. So, okay. Any, oh, I'm not done yet. Oh, I know. I know we're yeah. not missing. Let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. <laughs> um, you know, the reason we're here today is for the Healthy Kids Running Series. Um, I'm the Round Rock Community Coordinator for that. I brought it to the city for um, all the kids. Yeah, because you so have... So we'll talk more about that. Well, yeah, and you have to start off because you have two little ones yourself. And how old are they? I do. So I've got Faith, who is mm -hmm. seven, mm -hmm. and Jack, who is nine. Um, and they both run with you. They and do. Yeah. Yeah. And I should say, and plus all that, congratulations. You did both the 3M, which yes. I was there, and we still weren't crossing ships in the night. Right. Yeah. And you also did the Austin half, didn't you? I did. I, and I did Decker in December. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I get to hear more about Decker. Decker is an incredibly hard race. It is. It's like I get uphill the road. It's, it's a nightmare. It is. Yeah. yeah. But still, it's fun. It's fun. It's one that you've... If you live in Austin, you have to do it once. I'll, I'll have to think about it. I mean, I'm like, I'm feeling ashamed and guilt over here that, oh, if you live in Austin, I do live in Austin. <laughs> now I right. have to do and it. And you've never done it. No, I've just only gotten running for four years, the last four years. But you've been yeah. a, what, a runner for how long? Oh, man, since I was in high school. And um, I, I just passed my 20-year high school reunion. So it's been... A long time. Yes, and I even saw. Was it was it a shock to you? You got recognized as a 
called Distinguished Alumni. Distinguished Alumni. Yeah. And what, were you surprised? I was surprised. Yeah. Um, it was really good. Um, it was awesome to go back to Amarillo to take a tour of the high school, how it is now. A lot of things have changed. So I I was surprised and humbled. And See, that's what yeah. I should have done for your entry song is Amarillo by Morning in San Antonio. What was it? No. Right. San, was it San Antonio by Morning and Amarillo by Night? No, it's... Amarillo by morning, you come up from San Antonio. San Antonio, there you go. Yeah. See, because you, you got that trek. You came down there. I think the river follows that, and that's why you're like, I'll just follow the river. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> it came down this way. So you do all this, and uh, these are just amazing things. But let's let's dive into a little bit of you growing up and what motivated you to do all these incredibly awesome stuff. And when I think about all the stuff you do, one quote comes to mind. So I want to play this quote real quick. And I want to dive into this, your motivation for being so involved. Okay. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I see your involvement as a symbol of a lot of that stuff. Like, you just don't ask. You're just like, I'm going to do. So where does that come from? Where does volunteering for you and getting involved come from? Right. Well, I've always been a busy, busy girl. Um, I'm pretty sure my parents would tell you from the time I was born, I just went 900 miles a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just being involved and doing so many things when I was young showed me how much time I really have. You know, I see a lot of people who think that they are so busy and all they do is go to work and go home every day. And, you know, to me, I know that there's 24 hours in a day, so why not try to get 30? That's, you know, that's that's pushing it. That's see, that's what uh, it feels like. You and Will probably had that same spirit because he's pushing in thirty all the time. Oh yeah. Well, and once you figure out how much you can do, it's amazing because you can do a little bit more. So it's just my desire to be busy and to make a difference in our community so that it's better tomorrow. That's that's great. Uh, do you? When you were going 900 miles an hour, when did you first like get into volunteering? Do you remember your first volunteering experience or anything in oh, Amarillo? Man, I was young. You know, it was probably when I was in Girl Scouts, when I was in um, elementary school. We would go to the animal shelter and pick up some of the dog poop and, you know, just empty their trash. And, and we never got paid for it, but it was a good feeling to know that I could help someone out who just needed it an extra hand. Oh, that's cr- that's great. And now this time of year is all those Girl Scout cookies. I have to admit, I got some of the, the chocolate mint. The chocolate mint is like, yeah, I can't say no. Well, you know, I'm really good at saying no unless I know the Girl Scout. But I'm finding that um, I've, so I've been around Round Rock for 15 years now. And I've coached a lot of teams, a lot of sports teams, soccer, basketball, a lot of baseball, some softball. And now every time I go to a store, I know the Girl Scout. So I have to buy from them. Yeah. How many buy? So, so let's, let's get into it. So the chocolate, it's a sweet tooth. Yeah, it is. But what are the things you're doing now with the school, with the health and, and like, uh, food consumption, or I'm trying to think of a better word for that. Cause you said you're, you're, yeah. you're overseeing that. And for me, that is a, great passion concern of mine that I have learned the last few years because I didn't realize how much bad food I've ate all those years. As soon as I dropped like so much sugar and stuff, 
I watched a couple documentaries, scared the living crap out of me, and then I noticed the didn't I noticed a huge difference. So what are you seeing in the schools, and what are you going about, and like what was your passion in getting into it? So this that's that's all student health advisory council, yeah. and you know it's about the whole child with the, the council, and we talk a lot about what how nutrition plays into an everyday life of a child, and. Um, it was actually in the Obama era that nutritional standards came out, that you had to have specific sodium and carbs, and um, there's a very strict guideline that every district has to go by um, to, to make a meal for a kid. So when I was growing up, I think we all had the same square cardboard pizza. Yes. And we had those microwave hamburgers, and the best one I always like is like the Kool-Aid man. Ooh, yeah. You know, you get the right. points. How many how many cups of sugar did you put in the Kool-Aid man? Oh, Ooh. man. Too many. Too many. I, yeah. I mean, and I'm Three, not talking. I think it was, yeah. It calls, I think it calls for two. But why only put two when you can fit three? Yeah. And then also Frosted Flakes. They're great. I mean. They I, were, weren't they? Oh, or even if not that, Fruity Pebbles go to. Oh, oh I still eat those. Oh, see, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know the last time I had cereal. It's been so long. It's oatmeal and egg whites for me right. every morning, and it's. So, I miss yeah. it, but I, I, but I feel, but that's where the chipmunk. It, it's okay. I reward myself with those chip chocolate cookies every so often. Right, you'd be amazed now, like with the new nutritional standards, what the kids are eating. So. They're, they've done a whole lot of research about how to, to fix some attitude problems and how to make sure that kids can focus and pay attention. And so that really, it, it came into the standard too. So now they're eating like whole wheat biscuits that are, that are homemade in the district. Um, they eat like turkey sausage and quinoa um, they feed them fresh fruits, like yes. See, raspberries and blueberries. See, and I had none of that going in high school. Me like, neither. What was the pizza, the burger, the chicken chicken nuggets, or or your tater tots? Not something I want to go to Napoleon. Like, give me some of your tots, Napoleon. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I got involved in that because I didn't want to have to send my kids to school with the same kind of lunch that I had. But when I got into it, I found out that there's so much more to it. You know, there's PE standards, health standards, mental wellness standards yeah. that we can really impact. Yeah, and, and, it, and if you look at the bottom chart of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's like a basic, like through my um, teacher school studies, like like just food, shelter, and the basic stuff. And if kids don't even have that, like the other stuff off the pyramid don't even matter. Like just, right. Just having that basic stuff. Right, and there's some... There's some nonprofits out there to help with that too, yeah. um, and so there's a plenty of places to volunteer to, to help the kids who don't have food at home have something on the weekend. Um, I want to volunteer with them, but I'm kind of at capacity right I, now. I think I, th I think we. Can, I'll give you a break. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you a break. Right? You, should, you deserve a break. I hope, I hope there's some vacation time throughout the year. You guys get to have some like Disney World or Disneyland. Eve. No. no, you know, even when I go on vacation, we're working. Oh. Um, the last vacation I went to, I went to um, Philadelphia, and that was for the Healthy Kids Convention. Really? How many kids are so, there? Um, well, or, there's, or the, the groups or, or organizations that represent it? Yeah, there's 220 um, of these 
series nationwide. Of those, about 30 of them are in Texas. Oh, and yo, the, Texas, number one. We do things big here in Texas. Actually, we're not number one. We're not number one? What are you telling me? No. Um, Pennsylvania is number one, actually. They have a different series like every couple of miles. I think we need to fix that problem. I agree. <laughs> we need to be number yeah. one and keep moving and, and getting kids running. We do. So you've been up there. What what things did you learn up there? What things are practices that you bring them back here? And, and are you seeing the program grow here on Round Rock, the healthy kids? So you're talking about healthy kids. The yeah. healthy kids, yes. Hey, so, I better define because there's too many programs. <laughs> right. We're, we're definitely focusing on healthy kids because it is like it's the next generation that's what i i really do care about helping out the next generation it really is so healthy kids came to round rock because um well there's a, a few reasons so one of them is that my my kids would just constantly watch tv and i really wanted them to get up off their butt and do something else and they really had a love for the outdoors and there was no kids run around here and we wanted one run but now we do a series of five twice a year. Yeah, you and so yeah, which is one of the reasons we're doing this is coming up to get let people know it's in March, right? Right. It starts on March 29th, and it's going to go every Sunday, and we're going to skip Easter. Yeah. So we're going to run at four o'clock in the afternoon in Old Settlers Park. Yeah, um, it's on the north side of that pavilion, it is right? It's more in the northern. That's we're right. We're on that lake area. Yeah, okay. right next to the lake. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, anybody here in this in Michigan, Pennsylvania, or anybody else, you'll know exactly where that's at. But at least this gives one thing about sharing your story I want to get out there is, I, as much as I'm joking that I love, actually, seriously, like to see Texas number one, if any st state wants to compete out there and says, oh, we want to do it, go for it. I, I encourage it. Right. Anybody listening, yeah, this is great stuff. Um, as, as my own little kind of story, as I took on running, I'd, I'll bet I used to hate running. I did yeah. not run in school. I did not. But as soon as I got over that one year trying to get through that one mile, I found it the best like meditation, best organic thing about it. Are you right. seeing are you seeing that in some of the kids who are participating or if you can hear yeah. feedback from the parents? That's kind of why we do a series of five yeah. is because, you know, the very first week, um, we see that a lot of them are really nervous and kind yeah. of anxious to run. And they get to the starting line and they kind of want to hold their mom's hand and, and then they'll go. Um, on week two, they kind of say, all right, well, I'm, I might be able to do this as long as mom and dad are close. Yeah. And then, you know, by week three, they're like, well, I can do this. Y'all just stand a little further away. In week four and five, you know, mom and dad don't even have to get out of the car. Oh, they're, like, they're probably flying out of the car trying to get to the start line, aren't they? Yeah, so, because they love it so much. There are different distance for like age group. Can you right. go into that a little bit? So we run ages two to 14, and the little ones, the two threes, run 50 yards. Yeah. Um, and some of them run 50 yards three times in one race yeah. because they start and get stranger danger and go back and then do it again. I bet that is cute. Oh, it's adorable. Yeah. Um, the th the four fives run 75 yards. And then we start going by school grades after that. So kinder first runs a quarter mile. Second, third runs a half mile. And fourth grade and up all run one full mile. So we do an out and back course for everybody. The start line moves back. The finish line is always the same. So everybody finishes at the same location. 
Oh, that's great. And then pitchers. How, how many kids uh, come out on average? I, I think in the – and I'm sure the fall and the springs are a little different, just maybe given time of year. They are. They're different because of different sports groups that are going on as well. Um, different time of year, different weather, um, just – all over different. So typically this time of year in the March series, we have about 220. 220 kids? Yeah. That's amazing. Um, what would you, would you start with when you first got doing this? The very first series was 30 kids. 30 kids to 250. Yeah. That's awesome. How? So now we have a goal to beat. Okay. We want to do more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. What if uh, your nonprofit, I, well, in helping, and if anybody's hearing this, you can get involved. Even if you don't have kids, what what can people do to help you out to grow this one? And I, and, and now that I'm thinking, but you have, I think, what the beef is helps out as a big sponsor of you. Right, that's Texas Beef Council. Texas actually. Beef. Actually, yeah. Yeah. So of those 220 kids that I just told you we have, um, about 20 of them, sometimes a little more. Um, we've got 20, 21, I think, this season that don't pay the entry fee and i try to make sure that no one knows who those kids are yeah. we want to be all inclusive and make sure that if they want to run they have the ability to come out and do it and so um some of those kids are are sponsored um and i forgot your question oh no <laughs> yeah what can people do to help out you're, you're answering oh, it because you're answering yes. it right now so if somebody's like hey i want to help out uh, and I like, definitely want to plug this, and I'm going to put this in here. Where can they go to help out? How can they contact you to help out? Okay, so of those those kids that are sponsored, um, you can give a, a donation to the local series to cover the fee for that. Yeah. Um, you can email me at hkrsrr at gmail.com, and you can come hold the finish line. Mm. You can help with the flags. Um, we need people to help stretch. So... We need a lot of people around the course to keep the course safe. We need cheerleaders. We need all kinds of people. Um, we So we need money. We need um, physical support. We need in-kind donations. Yeah. So sometimes people say, what am I going to do with this three cases of water that I have? We will take it and distribute it. Yeah, in-kind. Um, That's great for the water. So Yeah. And, and I'll have all that stuff posted up. For you, so people who's like, oh man, I can't write that down fast. Don't worry, I'll have it in the notes. You can just click on it, and you can email Jen directly, and see we go go from there. Awesome. Um, now you've been doing this, and I, I'm going to keep digging at this because I think this is a thing that um, that keeps giving me purpose and motivation, and it's the hardest thing. It's a slow process. I think you're going to outline what are some of the outcomes and stories that you can share that has made a difference in whether you know this healthy run series or maybe something in general you can think of where man it took a few months or weeks or year to see it and now you're like wow this person did a 180 degree turnaround and they're going in that direction you know there's several kids that i could tell you about and i don't want to single one of them out yeah. but the biggest thing that i see is that so we've done this for this is going to be our fourth year now and i'm I'm just now hearing some stories about kids that have disabilities that I didn't know about. Um, a couple of them have, you know, like they're very anxious. They have, um, they they can't really take a big group of people, mm -hmm. but they, they really wanted to get out and do an event. So some of them like couldn't play baseball 
because it was too much for them or they couldn't go you know join a regular school because of their disability um, some of them have ADHD and get in trouble a lot and so coming out to the series they know what they've got to do they know that they have to get to the start line they have to run their best race and they have to finish and knowing that those kids have a good experience and they're learning a life skill um, and it's not just one life skill it's learning to be social learning to to run learning the physical activity learning the sportsmanship and and how to compete and be humble about it that is what drives me yeah and i would have to imagine the kids who would know they're getting they're good to see perspective oh yeah yeah you know i i think uh uh you know in the first interview i did with will there and and it's a story that always sticks with me is you know he to say the least, when he was a young, young kid, um, first adopted, going into school and being bullied in a, in, a, in a lot of different ways. And his dad was like, well, what did you do? Like, you know, stick out your hand and, and make it and find that common denominator. I, I think what you're doing is kind of helping that new generation find that common denominator because I don't think anybody wants to see anybody bullied. Or right. as, you know, maybe go down to the weeds and, into some stuff, the person doing the bullying, like, they need just as help as the person being bullied. It's not just a one-way thing. There's both ways. So, like, doing something like this at a young age, I'm sure is teaching those skills between the two. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. So, I hearing about this just makes me even more joyous. And I'm glad we're doing this and get it out there, getting the message out. What keeps you up at night about this? Right. You know, I just want to make sure that everyone is safe and healthy and happy. And... Those are my biggest worries is safety because we live in such a crazy world right now. You just, you can never be safe enough. And I don't want anything to happen to any of my kids at all ever. And, and by my kids, I mean, everybody who's in that series, those are my kids. Everybody who's in the district, those are my kids. And I just want to make sure that everybody gets there safe and leaves there safe. Yeah, That's it. That's, I don't know how we can say any better than that. You already gave information once, but is, are we missing anything? Any plugging, anything else coming up or on the horizon just to Healthy Kids? Anything else? Yeah, actually, I've got some sponsors of Healthy Kids that, you know, without those sponsors, I would not be able to do what we do. Um, we've got our bank who's been on board since day one. Um, Matt Baker of Baker Realty, he helped me get this thing started, and he... He's been a sounding board for me and been amazing. Um, the Kiwanis Club helps me out a lot. Um, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Rick Villarreal of State Farm Insurance, he he sponsors us every single season, and anytime I need anything, he's right there for me. Um, Jennifer Gardner of Gardner Chiropractic mm -hmm. comes out to the races and and she helps the kids that you know if they think they have a cramp or if they have a real cramp yeah. and she's right there to help them. Um, we've got Eagle Office Products who helps us with all of the signage and helped us get our new tent this year. Um, they've been an amazing partner of ours. Um, I don't want to forget anybody, but I, I think that's all of them. Right now, Kona Ice is coming out this year. Kona Ice, so the, the ice truck that comes out. Yeah. Oh, that's always good. Get a and little, yeah. They that's sponsored cool. us too, so so that's even more amazing too. 
Um, so this year, this past conference, we were awarded um, most spirited of all of the, the series in the West. And so what West that of, means... West of the Mississippi? Yeah. That's right. There we go. Right? So what that means is that we give one of the best experiences of, of racing in the whole Western United States. And so that to me is, is really good. And it makes me feel good to know that what we're doing is, is on track with what we should be doing. Well, Jen, thank you very much for all that. I mean, that's great. Um, that's why I wanted to come do this podcast with you. I, let me tell you, it took a little bit to get this coordinated because like you said, your time is valuable. And I wanted to get the message out. I see so much through Facebook. Sometimes through social media, it's hard to have conversations. I like having real conversations and to come up here, talk to you, get this out. And I've even learning even more about it. So thank you so much. You know, share the way we like to help out where we can. And I, I want to get this message out and appreciate everything you do. Well, thank you for having me. These are amazing. And I've listened to some of your others. I think you've done a great job with it. And I'm hopeful that, you know, it gets bigger and bigger for you. Yeah, I'm sure it will. You're doing a great job. I appreciate that. I, I do go back and listen to the first ones. And I, I kind of think like, should I re-edit and redo it? I'm like, no, I'm leaving them as they, as they are to remind myself, hey, this is where you started. Try to build up each week. And so... That's what you've got to do. Uh, but it's still hard to listen to those older ones and be like, oh my God, do I really sound that way? Right. I go back and look at pictures from our very first race series and I think, wow, when, why did anyone come back? Yeah. But, you know, it, it's about building and learning and teaching yourself. Yeah. And it's all about that community. And Round Rock is. is a great community as I keep going through person and, and interviewing everybody this town i i have enough content i think to last me for a few years as i keep going they might get they might get sick of me hopefully not too much i hope it inspires people is what it does and you are very inspiring jen and thank you again for coming oh you're welcome I'm proud of this